Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 50 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Yeah boy, we're back, episode 50, this really is a milestone. It is, it's a big one. Half a century. And we're doing it a bit differently. We are, we are, we are currently recording this live on video. So, whether you're seeing this on YouTube, whether you're seeing us on Spotify, seeing it on Apple Podcasts, Hit a like, give us a like, give us a share. If you're watching us live, you'll see two caps yeah. on. The barnet is a madders underneath this, so... Yeah, you'll be happy to know I'm getting a trim tomorrow, so... Uh, that was pretty funny, rest, wasn't it? Rest assured. That was pretty funny. Over the weekend, you just moaning non-stop about your hair. Yeah, and it was not, so it was not bad, playing ball. So bad that you've now booked it in, what, the soonest opportunity? Soonest opportunity. But there you go. You won't be seeing the barnet, don't you worry. Next week, you'll see it in the video. But, yeah, episode 50, man. Yeah, it's a big one. It is a big one. It is. We've already hit that year mark. Yep. If I'm not wrong, at the we podcast. Are. Don't worry about it, mate. You'll um, have that right. Yeah, what? We've missed three episodes in the last year. Not bad going. Exactly. And we said we were going to do something special for this. So, we don't have any special guests. You're stuck with us two. But we realised, didn't we? People don't really know a lot about us. No. So maybe episode 50 is probably a bit too late to do this, right? Probably would have been better the first episode of the podcast, but we're here and we're going to give you a bit of an insight about us. Quite uh, coincidentally as well, it happens to fall on international break. So it is a perfect, (laughs) a perfect segue. The stars quite literally aligned. Exactly. So... Before we get into it and you get to know a little bit about us too, let's get the boring stuff out of the way. So as always, check us out on our social media. You can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two. Yep. Twitter and Facebook at the Tilton Two. Yep. YouTube, the Tilton Two. If you're already watching this, you know this already. So like, comment, share, subscribe. Yeah. Are we getting a like uh are we doing a like target? Let's yeah. We're Let's going to 25. Yeah, exactly. 25, 25. And if you haven't, go back, check the other videos. Whatever the light target is, make sure we're there. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you check us out on our social medias. New videos every Wednesday, 12 p.m. And podcasts are every Monday. Every Monday. Exactly. So, how's your week been first, Mum? Um, trying to remember what we did last week was Cheltenham. That was a write off. This week <laughs> wasn't I'm much, just about was recovered. there? Well, Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah, we went one. out for a nice meal. Um, not so nice for you. Not so nice for you. Yeah, facing the after effects today, but we yeah, won't go yeah, into that. Yeah, we wasn't even wasn't even drinking. No, no, it but, was uh, uh, yeah. frequenting the little the little boys' room. The little boys' room earlier day maybe we don't indulge into this one a bit too much we, we don't indulge you know yeah. We, yeah. maybe we leave that one there yeah uh but yeah yeah quiet quite one really, isn't it? it was a quiet one yeah i mean we tried going out on uh saturday was it we tried we going did. out on saturday well we had one drink at the grand hotel yeah. plumbing it plumbing it Full plum. Yeah, a full frozen plum. I was thinking, okay, well, I guess I can eat it if it's on offer. But uh, no, it was frozen to the core. 
yeah. um, and I didn't feel like sucking on it for the rest of the night, no. so I left it in the uh, I left it in the glass, wasted plum. A wasted plum. Rest in peace of the plum. Rest in peace. Rest in peace of the two plums. Yeah, exactly. exactly. A couple of plums lost their lives that night. <laughs> but we then carried on into Birmingham and uh, very uneventful one this weekend. Yeah, I think the catch the catchphrase for the night was from you, anyways. You want it? <laughs> you want we'd it? Go, we'd go to new places. Are you want it? Are you want it? Is that was that what the night was? That for me is literally uh, it was so dead. We'd go in there, and I know you wanted to go as well, but you're going, no, nah, you want it, you want it. All oh, right, mate. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm ready. Listen, I'm ready to cut yeah, shapes yeah, yeah. if the time arises. Oh, if, really? If if you oh, are really? feeling it and you think, yeah, we can stay here, then really? okay, I'm gonna have to settle in, I guess. So again, for people who've never seen us, let's say, I'm the older one of the two, and the younger bro over here, whenever he wants to cut shapes or do anything, who has to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 you do it first. Yeah, you go, you go. Is that not how this works? So I don't people? know. I don't know what you're talking a big game if, on if, here for. Is is that not how this works, people? Uh, is this what they, <laughs> an unwritten rule? Yeah. Is this not how it Once works? Once you get to a certain age, surely that goes out the window, no? I mean, it does go out the window. I turn up all the time. Yeah, when I turn up. Anyway, anyway, boring week. I know. We, we don't it. want our first YouTube video to be a domestic. I know. Please. I know. I know. <laughs> but let's get into it then. Let's get into it. Episode 50, get to know us, let's delve in. So, previous episodes, and we're talking a while back for the real OG listeners, we used to have a feature, which is coming back, and if you want to be involved, you need to reach out to us. We have a feature called the Tilt and Two of the Blue. Just to invite any fan, anyone that reached out to us, get on the podcast, and we just have an open chat. We always used to start off with an icebreaker, didn't we? Or the, a the, quick fire round. The quick not fire question. The quick fire questions. So we're going to give you uh, the not-so-quick-fire questions here. Because it used to run on, didn't it? Right. Who's going first, Faze? Why don't you go first? We'll ask you uh, We'll ask you the question first. Oh, you okay. Go on, then. Okay. Firstly. Question one in the hot seat. What got you into blues? I have to give you credit on this one. Thank this, you. So, this is why so I do go first. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this is you. This is why you wanted to ask, ask the question first. So it's yeah. a funny backstory to me, at least. Yeah, I mean, we don't have the conventional story of getting into football or the Blues, do we, really? A lot of lads grow up, their dad's a big football fan, and I guess you just follow who your dad supports. Our dad's never been a massive football fan really has it we've kind of dragged him through it with us so i was a little bit polluted growing up i have to say waters were muddied i think i mean I, i'm ashamed why to don't say you why don't you camera. cut to the chase and say what we were all waiting for well i didn't support the team for a long time mm, you did okay i didn't i didn't never supported the villa by the way that's not where this is going but yeah i think when i was about 10 I might have had a season supporting Man United. Oh, really? A season? Yeah, definitely. I don't remember this. I remember multiple. There was definitely nah, multiple shirts nah, you owned nah, for Manchester nah, United. Nah. Yep, for sure. I don't remember that. And and it definitely ran for more than one season, for sure. There's no. no there's no way it was one season. But yeah, you were a United supporter. I remember in childhood, you being a United fan. It's because I didn't know that, any that's better, what I remember. Mate. Like, obviously, we watched football and stuff. We enjoyed football. But from what I remember, for whatever reason, you were a United fan. 
that okay. was, uh, our that memories was my are, Our memories are different. It definitely weren't multiple seasons, mate. It wasn't but... one season. I can tell you that much. <laughs> okay. I can All tell right. you that much. But yeah. So... I remember you owning at least black shirt, white shirt. Must have been a red one in there for sure. And I'm, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it wasn't all three that you owned in one season. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, really? You went for the away, home, and alternate kit? I went for shin pads, the socks, okay, the shorts, enough, rain jacket, Let's Okay, jacket. Let's, let's go for a middle ground then. Let's say two <laughs> seasons then. Either way, you definitely got me into, into blues and you made me see the error of my ways pretty early. And you think about it, man, you must have been so young. There's three years between us. And I'd say I got into blues, started supporting blues at about 11. Yeah. So you, three years younger. Yeah, I was probably late. like seven-ish, maybe. Well, yeah, I must if have been. I was 11, mate. Yeah, about seven. I must have been. I was about obviously 10, we watched then. football before that, but yeah, when we actually got into it. Yeah. So go on then, let's reverse. That's my story. Yeah. You would have one that got me into yeah, it. Yeah. What, was, what, um, what was it that got you into it? I mean, obviously, like I said, we watch football. I used to love, like, obviously, Arsenal, the Invincibles. That was, like, the first really, oh, yeah. um, you know, season and stuff where we were really into football at that point. Yeah. Obviously, watching, like, the Prem and, and that sort of stuff. Then it was, like, those top stickers that were a huge oh, that's thing. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, obviously, in school. That was, like, everything. Yeah. You know, obviously, owning all those stickers, all that stuff, like, every season. But then when I was in um, like primary school, is that what it's called? It is, isn't it? Primary, primary school, school, like yeah, year, yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah, so around like six, seven. I remember one of my friends, he did a tour around St. Andrews as like his little birthday present. That was like the first proper, I already like sort of liked Blues around that point just because they were like the local team and it was even though I hadn't been to a game at that point, it was mm. the team to support, basically. Um, but yeah, once I... Oh, that's annoying. Once I went around, um, obviously, the ground and sort of looked in the back room, you know, went up into the box, went out onto the pitch, that sort of thing, it just started from there, really. And then, yeah, we obviously started going to games and that sort of stuff. I remember trying to convince you to become a blue nose, and uh, to be fair, I don't think it was that hard, really. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. Thank you. Not digging yeah, yeah. Out too only much. because, only because I think you were on it to basically be able to watch yeah. football live, big time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as everyone knows, once you go to a Blues game for the first time, it kind of sticks with you. So, I know it is a gift and a curse, it isn't is. it? It is. But yeah, we never had the conventional route of yeah, our dad supporting anyone nah. really. Or even us liking football was kind of thing, something I think for both. Yeah, it was of just us. for both. We, we both liked played football it. when yeah, we were exactly. really young and played it from God since I yeah, can remember. Yeah, literally like four or five, we probably played it. I, yeah. I played it before I even watched it, to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, just went from there. <laughs> yeah, I remember sticking you in goal. How funny was yeah, that? Yeah, I know we'd be in the especially when you were younger because you were one of the young, the smaller ones in your year, weren't you? Mate, massively. Yeah, exactly. And then telling you, yeah, 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 you should go in goal. You should go in goal. I would just so I could literally I boot think, balls. And I used to think, oh, yeah, like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, Fabian Bartes, <laughs> Mike Taylor, like, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking all these different keepers in my head. In reality, you've got this little ant in goal. In reality, I've got these around. absolute dead gloves on. <laughs> doing nothing. I know, because you even went through a phase of actually buying the Blues keeper kits, didn't you? Remember? Um, maybe. You had Mike I mean, Taylor on the back of your Yeah, top. yeah, I used to love Mike Taylor. Mate, I, mean, I still did do. love Mike Taylor. Exactly. 
But uh, but yeah, I mean, I never played in goal unless we were like playing unless in the it garden. Was FIFA garden. Exactly, FIFA back. garden. FIFA garden in the back, and I'm just absolutely <laughs> rifling and balls. And I'm playing rush it. keeper. Yeah, the ball's gone into the... It's smashed into the window the next one. So many times. But yeah, anyway, we are veering off. Yeah, I know. Again, again, we have to say this is comically not so quick fire. No, no, no. That's the whole point. Okay, so. Right, me asking you a question now. Okay, go on then. First blues memory. I reckon we're going to have the same one. Yeah, I know. I could go for what I just said, which is kind of the real one, which is obviously having that sort of tour around the blues ground. Mm. But the genuine. I guess real one is our first game. I guess that we went yeah, to, yeah. which was a friendly, mm-hmm. RCD Mallorca. Yeah, many moons ago. Many moons ago. I remember like being buzzing just to get the program. Like oh, no. I made an issue of getting a program for the game and all that stuff. Like half time, we went and got two kits. I know, away. crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's a weird one because I don't actually remember much about the game specifically. I remember we lost. Other than like just enjoying obviously being there. I remember like the look of the ground, like the atmosphere and all that stuff. Because at the first football game, I think, I don't know, had you been to a football game before that? Potentially, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because at the first football game I ever went to. Yeah, I mean, we were young. I must have been like seven, six, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, you go out, obviously, the first time you see St Andrews, especially when you've never been to another football ground anyway. Like, the pitch looks like carpet. Yeah. I remember the sun was shining. It just looked amazing. And I don't know what it is. Obviously, you can't beat a ground that's full. But at the friendly, you know, everyone's kind of stuck in the cot, weren't they? So you're sitting there, and obviously you can see the rest of the stands. And I even remember thinking like that, even though the stands are empty. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, yeah. Even I mean, that even, had now, a, even that had an element to even it. Even now, still, I know I'm biased, but even now, mm. when I go into St Andrews, I mean, it hasn't got the same allure with the lower tilted and the lower cop yeah. being out of action. Not but, when you see it on Sky Sports. Yeah, I mean, still, when I go into St Andrews, I still love it when you see the pitch open up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I am biased, I'll be the first to admit No, it. but it is, it's amazing it when is. you come down through the tilt and you just, you know, you come in and then it's all, once you just go over and you're going down the stairs and you see it all open up. Yeah. And then a night game, what beats it? Oh, yeah, yeah. What beats it? But, yeah, do you remember, I think the one goal they scored, Mallorca, it was a bicycle kick, do you remember? And I Not swear really. it was Eto. Oh, my God, I do remember. I do remember. I swear Eto was playing at the time. Yeah, and I swear he scored the bicycle kick. That is crazy. So, I'm pretty sure of that. I'd say I'm 95% sure that's what happened. I know, let's go into the archives. I know, and and dig it out and let's see if I'm wrong. I'll uh, I'll put in text if it's right. (laughs) And if if it isn't in text, I probably forgot. (laughs) Ding! Yeah. (laughs) I forgot post-edit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so I think that's, that's definitely my earliest memory of blues. And, yeah. Like yeah. I said, we went yeah. full out from there, didn't we? That, yeah, that yeah, was, literally. For me, that was it. That was caught a bug then. And then yeah. we literally, from then, we've been, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first like consistent memories we had as well. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> spend too much time on this. But no, the first no. proper like consistent memories we had as well. Do you remember when we had that like five-game like ticket? Yeah, that's dad, that was the first time we went with Dad. Yeah, and we were sat in well, what's now the Jill Merrick. Yeah. Um and yeah, that was wicked. That was there was some proper good games. I swear there was yeah, like Liverpool. Because before all of that, we used to go to like the odd game and stuff like that. 
or try to go as many as possible. We'd never had like a season ticket or we'd never had, um, yeah, like a consistent yeah. thing when it was when we could or when dad had takes, we were so young back then. But that, yeah, it was the last five games of the season. It was when we had all of the, well, what I think was like the, some of the players we had. Remember Zerati? Yeah. When he was absolutely firing, when he was on loan with us. And like you said, some of the games that we got to see, we saw Man City, we saw Liverpool. Uh, who else did we see? I think Blackburn Rovers. But, you know, I don't yeah. know who cares about Blackburn Rovers. I mean, <laughs> no offence. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to name all five games. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some notable games for sure. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, that was the first time like we proper interacted with other fans. Oh, mate, it was crazy. That was a really it? good time, yeah. It was like a group of lads or a group of guys. I mean, yeah, they were probably like around similar us. to dad's age. Yeah, 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 definitely. And yeah, that again just made it. Yeah, yeah, that made us even it? bigger blue like, You'd go every week, everyone, you'd be celebrating all together. And again, yeah. that made us both, didn't it? bite the bullet even harder for blues you know and just having 100%. that and i have to say one of the reasons why we started this podcast wasn't it to get that feel back yeah, yeah, because it's course. something that's been missing yeah yeah that's what we love we love going and interacting with other blues fans so yeah, yeah. it but, made sense yeah and after that after that season we then got a full season ticket and it's been pretty much history ever since yeah so yeah that's a good memory mate that is a good memory. I'm going down memory lane now. Yeah, it's because it's because as well. Uh, I had that memory in mind, and then I saw I saw the next question, and uh, I don't want us to repeat ourselves too much. Okay, so the first blues, yeah, blues, we, blues we can. Well, this this one will be quick. Age fire. wise, I don't know how old I was. Yeah, I mean, I, I must have been old was. oldest eight, like I'd say seven or eight. Yeah, so you I were don't obviously know. eleven, twelve, yeah, I, well, yeah, ten, yeah, eleven. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I do remember it literally like it was yesterday. So. Mm. Yeah, man. Great times, great times. God, we were saying, weren't we, as well, slight tangent again, but the days when Blues in the Prem. Oh, yeah, crazy. The buzz around the place, everything, even just the pitch, the way, you know, there's something about it in it. When you get to the Prem, it really is showtime. Yeah, it's it? different. Completely, the atmosphere completely is different. different. Going back, you know, and seeing a St. Andrews absolutely packed, everyone kind of, you know, having something really exciting to even... I don't know, every week had a buzz around it, didn't it? And I remember that season, you know, especially when I think about it, probably because it is so significant to me at first, you know, like half season ticket, or whatever. But everywhere had a buzz. All the players, you know, you thought Joe Hart in the sticks, you know, it was, yeah, mad, mad. Right, sorry. Next, favourite manager? Oh, that is a hard one. I mean, for me, my my genuinely my two favourite managers turned out to be traitors. Really? That's the problem. Oh, right. Because obviously just from growing up, I would say that my favourite managers were Steve Bruce and Alex McLeish I really liked as well. Go on then, give us a reason That's why the you like both. Yeah. I mean McLeish was probably the one I liked the most really. Bruce was like manager when I first started supporting Blues and obviously I enjoyed all that. But I think McLeish was one like when I was actually old enough to properly get involved with Blues. Mm. Obviously, McLeish was the manager. I don't know, I just thought we had a really good team at the time. Mm. Played good football. I felt we were, like, strong at the back. Yeah. And we played, like, what I see as Blues' identity, basically, which was... Hard to breathe. Nitty-gritty, nitty -gritty. hard at the back. Um, and we did get results. I mean, obviously, it spoke for itself. We've got our best, our best run. Had our best league finish, didn't we? I think we finished 10th, was it 10th so, or 9th? 
Yeah, so, and, and like I said, I just liked the players that we had at the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so he would he would be my favourite, but obviously we know what happened with him. Traitor. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, dilutes the water a bit. What about you? Um, okay, so, yeah, there's two that come to mind. McLeish is definitely one for me, and that's because I think you, I think you summed it up. Mm. It's hard to not say him just because... He steadied, well, I felt like, yeah, he brought the identity back. We had our most successful spell. You know, it was the Blues Wonder years underneath yeah. McLeish, to be fair to him. I don't think we played the most exciting football at all, but it was really effective. Our back line was as strong as it's ever been. Um, obviously, the Carling Cup win. It was just huge. It's hard to not say him, even though we went down under him. It was still even up to that season, you know. It was just we were still good. We the plays we had, like you mentioned, I have to say McLeish for me. Um, but yeah, traitor Judas. The other was one, there another one. The other one is Gary um, Gary Rowett. Yeah, obviously. Because all the tough time, the tough time we had, and all the rubbish we had before Rowett yeah. came in, to see him literally steady the ship. And genuinely push us up the table. And we haven't had that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, To that to level fair, that Gary Rowett did, even under Gary Monk. Gary Monk, for me, was another good one. Yeah. But we've never had, you know... I just think, like, yeah, we don't know what was going on behind the scenes with Gary Rowett and if he was looking. But, man, when he got, when he got sacked, you know, just outside the playoffs, we'd won that night. I just have to like think well what could have been do you know what I mean where would we yeah, have I mean, gone we were both gutted. I, I mean, remember being at work and seeing it and I was like what like yeah, yeah I mean to be fair one of us should have gone for that answer so we were different <laughs> but also Rowett was sandwiched between like two bad spells yeah, you know what I mean like even after Rowett who replaced him Zolan we know how yeah. that story went yeah you know he could be one of the next in the next question to be fair but but again and I say this all the time on a podcast and you know, on, on, on the YouTube videos as well. For me, us having someone who we connect with as fans is huge. And for me, Rowett was that. Mm. We got him, he got us. We had an amazing relationship or as good a relationship as you're going to have with a manager. And for me, I looked at Rowett as the future, you know, young manager. I thought, right, we're going to stick with him and he's going to build. And why wouldn't we look at our position? Look how we were yeah, doing. Yeah, we were doing really well. So, yeah, I think obviously all of the managers are kind of marred with down points, but I'd have to say one of them too. And if I had to go with one, just for nostalgia and the feelings I had watching the team play and stuff like that, you know, like Kevin Phillips, James McFadden, you know, plays for me I used to love. I'd so say McLeish, yeah. Okay. But I'd say Rowett is, is up there. But again, nice. that's because of my kind of nostalgia and the memories that I. I associate with that manager, so yeah, McLeish for me. Right. Is it me asking you now? I can't remember. Let's go for it. Worst manager. Yeah, I mean you mentioned him. It probably would be Zola who takes the cake for me. Really? Yeah, takes I mean he's definitely cake? up there. He's definitely up there. He's definitely up there. I just remember just what a terrible season it was because I had the season ticket with one of my mates. I remember we were there when we were watching the game, like it was just so depressing the whole time. I don't know whether it was the weather that year or what. The football, like, it was so frustrating to see because you knew 
you know, they wanted this entertaining football or whatever it was. And you had some players, you know, genuinely looked like they had something to them. You had some passages of play where you thought, okay, I kind of see where they're going with it. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, I mean, the results spoke for themselves. It was ridiculous. Like, you talk about football being a numbers game and stuff, or potentially, you know, yeah, you run 10 games back, you'll win one of them. I mean, you literally couldn't buy a win that season at all. And just to see, like, Zola, who I rated so much as a player, and to see him, you know, like, obviously all the fans rightly so on his back, to see him, like, so stressed, so unable to, like, seemingly control the players and himself, really. Like, he seemed like just like a broken man by the end of it. Definitely. It was uh, very depressing. I mean, the only other one as well, like, Karanka, definitely. There's so many, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's loads. There's absolutely loads. But just... The ones that stand out to me in my head straight away are Karanka and Zola. And I'd probably go with Zola, personally. Okay, it's interesting, man. That is interesting. I'm also hoping it's different to you as well. Yeah, it definitely is, yeah. I mean, my worst manager is Steve uh, Steve Cottrell. Okay, yeah. Steve Cottrell, like, (laughs) what? What was that? Yeah. What was that? Honestly. It wasn't good. What was that? I understand the decision behind getting him in with Harry Redknapp obviously him and Harry Redknapp it didn't seem too bad at the start at the start okay I saw it yeah I saw okay Harry's gone Steve Cottrell makes sense and everyone around Blues and the fans everyone was saying no 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 don't worry about it man Steve was taking training Steve was taking training Harry was just you know like the I guess the head figure of the changing room you know but Steve was doing all the hard work behind the scenes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. And, yeah, it just went from bad to worse. And I've never, ever seen a manager or as much of a toxic feel around the club as I did under Steve Cottrell. Yeah. From his press conferences when he's blaming the players to his arguments with fans getting, you know, away games and stuff like that. You know, there were... Going around on social media, the words he was saying, just, you know, basically taking no accountability. It was just shocking. And he was with us for way too long. He should have been gone earlier. But for me, it has to be cultural. And that was yeah. just toxicity through and through. Yeah. But I mean, that is the story, really. It's either, it's either with Blues recently, it's either we keep a manager way too long or we keep him too short. Mm, yeah. Or we just make the wrong appointment. Yeah, or we made the wrong appointment. <laughs> we seem to be going for like big names without any, again, and this is the owner's problem. But yeah, we go for big names. Like I said, I know, let's rid not of, get into that rabbit getting hole. Getting rid of Rauer and bringing in Zola. Why are you bringing in Zola? Because he's a big name. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. And anyway. I do feel bad. Zola's definitely up there. But you can't get mad at Zola. He's little Gianfranco Zola, little cutie pie. Little cutie pie, Jan little Franco. sweetheart from down the road. He was well, not from down the road, but yeah, he is. You can imagine him. He's your neighbour. You know what I mean, okay, you're gardening, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gardening the front lawn, and he peeps over the fence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was definitely, definitely bad. Lee Clark was a joke, but he was so bad it was almost funny. 
And then you've got... Okay, we're going to run through every manager. No, but it's just notable mentions okay, in it. go on then. Ita Karanka as well, the one who well, yeah, we don't shall not him. be named. We is that name bad? Him. But I'm going to have to go with Steve Cottrell because, again, I've never seen anything so toxic in my life at Blues. Okay, next question. Right. Shall I ask you? Yeah, I'm struggling to read that one, so you'll have oh to... Oh, my uh, God, the eyesight. Yeah, the eyesight's a be, bit wavering. Eyesight ain't what it used to be. Okay, all-time favourite Blues player. Oh, that is a hard one. I mean, to be fair, we mentioned him the other day, and it kind of just comes to mind now, just because when I was younger... Oh, you're going to say the same as me. Oh, serious? I reckon. Do you know? Oh, do you know what, is he blonde? Uh, yeah. Oh, God, okay. Absolutely. Should I go for someone different? A, an then? iconic number nine he is. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, cool. Perfect. That is another one, absolutely. I was going to go for someone different. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, I'm going to go. I literally mentioned him the other day. Saw a couple of highlights again. It just, I think like... it'll be a lot of people as well. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm going to say Seb Larson. Is that yeah. who you're thinking? I wasn't going to say No, that, no, no, is that who you were thinking? But that's who I, I reckon say. is a lot of people yeah, yeah. and who you will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, there's not a lot really to explain about it, to be honest, other than when I was really getting into blues, when I was, you know, literally starting out as a blue nose, actually being conscious of the fact, rather than being a little kid, he was, you know, obviously in the team, exciting to watch. I remember literally every free kick thinking like, yeah, we've got a genuine got a chance, chance of getting, in, you know, yeah. getting a goal here. Just, um, yeah, obviously, like I mentioned before, like the way the team played, the team set up, all these things, he just comes to mind as being a staple. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like when I think of Blues in my head growing up, he's just one of the first faces that comes to mind. Yeah. There's others as well. If I'd add honourable mentions, I loved Christophe Dugarry. Everyone loved Christophe Dugarry. Yeah, who else? You know, there's loads of players, literally loads of players. Yeah, that yeah. I could list. But anyway, go on. Yeah, for me, it's Mikel Forcell. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I oh, know, he was another one. I remember being it. You remember we used to do those football camps? Yeah. You remember? And I used to love them. And obviously, uh, being a blue nose, I used to think, like, oh, playing up front and stuff. I used to right, literally yeah, imagine yeah. myself as for sale. I had the blue boots, the I blue vapours. As soon as I could, literally, could get them. I was, you know, I was able to get them. I bought them just for for sale. His little, yeah, yeah. You'd, uh, Man, this is so pathetic, but I remember like so much into him. Like, I used to wear the little sock guards. So I used to wear the sock guards. Everything about him, he was quality. And man, have we had a player like that? Yeah, like yeah. Like a proper, I mean, a proper, proper goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. And people forget how flary he was as a player. Like, he was quality. Do you know what I mean? And he loved it at Blues. Still looks tell. good for his age. It does look <laughs> good for his age. Still looks it? good for his age. It does. <laughs> But could man, come back man we could use him as well but he was just absolute class yeah and again he for me has got so many memories of yeah, just yeah, the whole yeah, club obviously. buzzing that was literally yeah when we were really young he was the guy like yeah 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 and then obviously he came back for a second spell yeah it's just like yeah he's just like a blues legend and yeah like I said proper exciting goal scoring player he really was. He was that number nine. Yeah. And, you know, they are 
few and far between. So for me, it has to be hands down yeah. Mikel Fussell. And if I wasn't going to say Mikel Fussell, you know what I'd start? I'd say Stan the man, Stan Lazarides. Oh yeah, obviously. We well, both Stan used to love him. Lazarides. Images of him in the yellow us, kit, mate. But yeah, man. And his little old Nike Tiempos he used to wear. And then he's bombing down the wing. Yeah, literally. He was quality. I used to love Stan Lazarides. And another little, I want to give a little tip of the hat. I'm actually wearing a hat now. So oh, no. a little tip of the hat too. Let me guess. No, no, no. And will you guess? I reckon. No, I'm going to go for a little modern, modern. Oh, right. now. Absolutely loved Shay. Still loved yeah, Shay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely loved him though. Before he went on that crazy season where he scored like 20 oh, plus. no, he was quite... We both loved him, but yeah, I absolutely yeah. loved him. Like, yeah, loved him. And then obviously, even though he only played one season, have to shout out Jude. Yeah, Jude's my boy. <laughs> Come on, Jude. Jude. Exactly. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Okay. Next question. Right. Okay. What is it? Biggest Blues flop. Oh, so you read that one, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's I hilarious. That's so the same distance and the same font. I know, but I'm just, you know, you can slowly peer oh, out right. letters. Integrity is a big thing, my man. Integrity is it's a big fine. thing. I'm, I'm absolutely doused in integrity. There's <laughs> almost too much integrity. Uh, yeah, clearly. Me. Right. Biggest blues flop. This is a tough one. And I promise you, we haven't looked at these really before. These have been in the bank of questions. We mm. haven't looked at this, wanted to do this off the dime. So it's real, it's genuine, it's raw. Um, there's so many blues flops. Doth size. protest too much. Well, it's the truth. <laughs> um... Yeah, there are so many blues flops. So many blues flops. You know, one that comes to mind again. I was thinking, how much more are we going to stall here? No, because I'm genuinely thinking, but the one that comes to mind so much, Marcus Bent. Yeah. Do you remember Marcus Bent? Yeah, yeah, I remember Marcus Bent. Signed him. I think we paid for him as well. And he was awful. And I say that because it'd be me, you and Dad every week. I know, hoping he did something. And it was just shocking, yeah. Like it was absolutely shocking. He was like driftwood mm. up top. It was crazy. Another one that speaks to mind. People again probably won't even remember him. He was that forgetful. Carlos Costler. Yeah, that is a bit off the wall, but he is a flop. Absolute flop. I mean, there was loads of flops. There's literally loads of flops. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain for any now. Most of our signings are flops, to be honest. <laughs> They are though, aren't they? <laughs> oh, it does seem like Blues sometimes can be a bit of a graveyard you know, for players' no, careers. No, I mean, it, it does. I mean, you look at literally, like, I don't know why I can't look past as early as Sunjic, to be honest. Like, I think for the money what, we spent on Sunjic. Yeah, with that record signing. Mate, yeah. I mean, come on, what is it, 7 mil? 7 mil. Like, he is not 7 mil worth a player. I know I'm trying to be topical here now as well. This is how I'm, I'm approaching this right here. But it is true, isn't it? Like, Yeah, I agree. If we sell him on, which we want to do, I mean, we've already mil. spoke about this. Like, man, I'd be happy if we got three mil. Mate, I'll buy your hand off for three mil. Like, yeah, I mean, that is just really bad business. Like, don't get me wrong, he does a job sometimes, but we've already said it. Like, when he does a job, it's you're praising his work rate rather yeah, that's than a good point. him, like, putting a ball over the top of yeah, yeah, If he yeah. does, if he plays a player through, honestly, it's like my jaw's hitting the ground because yeah. I'm like, wow, fair enough, he's done yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me it's too. not a standard thing for him to do. He can't just runs around and hopefully blocks a ball or something. Mm. But who else comes to mind? 
I think, like you said, Marcus Bent is a great one. It's that, just because that's sure, very personal like, to us, as, though, isn't as it? As we grew up. I think that's very definitely. personal to us. We would always moan about Marcus Bent. He yeah. was so crap. He really was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just thinking of modern players here. But yeah, I'd probably go with Marcus Bent as well, to be fair, when we were growing up. I think that for us. Or, or Like I said, if you knew Sunday, us back then, right? bloody hell. <laughs> Marcus Bent really was like yeah, yeah, he a topic was like of many top, exactly. conversations, yeah, yeah, especially when you play. I remember you, or even Dad was just like, you know, we, a lot of, not one of us, anyway, you know, all these players are all ballers and all of that, but we were genuinely looking at Marcus Bent so many weeks when he was playing, just like, I don't know how you slip through the cracks, mate. I don't know how you slip through the cracks or how you can go to bed at night if this isn't you playing on 10. Yeah, yeah, I mean? no, Because no. how can you collect the check knowing you're this, you're playing this bad? Yeah. But yeah, I have to say him. But yeah, there are there are some honourable mentions in there as well that we could go into. But Marcus Bent, Marcus Bent. I wonder how many other. Uh, I know. Yeah, get in the comments and, and give us your answers to these questions, yeah, yeah, definitely, please. Definitely, Especially definitely. that one because that one's throwing me off. I'm trying to think of all. <laughs> He's there's rattled. so many flops. He's rattled. That... He's rattled. All right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we do a little feature on social media. Cool. There's an idea. We can put the questions out. Cool. Right. Next one, interesting player you'd like to see at Blues. Oh man! But with this one, we can go two ways. You can go unrealistic, yeah. or you can go realistic. Let's yeah, go yeah. realistic. Let's go realistic. Okay. Um, if you've got if you've got an answer already, by all means, take the spotlight. I'm still yeah, formulating it. I do have an answer already. Um, I say that as I'm going. Um, but I think oh, for us, man, we going need... realistic. It's so hard. Yeah, it is. But I think for us, you can see the impact that, let's say, Chong's had yeah. in our team of being that calm, yeah. right? And it is. You have a you know, a real good attacking midfielder, I think it makes the world a difference, right? So I'm going for someone in the cam position and the one that comes to my mind and he's doing a bloody good job at the minute is Todd Cantwell. Yeah, but is that realistic? Well, it's more realistic than me saying... Yeah, yeah, okay, so that's fine it? then, that's fine then. So, okay, I can give answers. He's a championship player. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And I'm just, well, I'm, you know, I'm slightly aiming for the stars. I'm not going to say, you know, I mean, I'd love Onel Hernandez to sign, right? But I'd say Todd Cantwell, I think he's got everything. He's got swagger about him as well. He can play a ball. He can run with a ball. Yeah, for me, in that camp position, if I could get anyone in the cat, in... I'd go Todd Cantwell, genuinely, I rate him that highly. And I don't yeah. think it's someone, yeah, okay, we're not going to go for him. We wouldn't be able to get him, but it's not Lionel Messi, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, go he's um, yeah, I mean, you know, when he was at Norwich, I really rated him. I thought he was going to be like a next big thing. I mean, he is. I he's think with a, Bournemouth, like, yeah, he, he is good, but I don't know. I think he's not as good as I once thought. But yeah, I mean, if we had him, I think it'd be Lights out. game changing. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, I'm trying to think who's. I mean, I was thinking of like literally Crystal Palace. Like they've got some ballers like Conor Gallagher, uh, Zaha. I mean, imagine oh, you had yeah. Zaha. So you're going crazy. <laughs> Eze. Yeah, yeah. So Come on, crazy. bring Eze in the door. Yeah, Eze graduated the championship. Oh no, right, with, with flying colours. No, someone I was thinking. Come on then. Genuinely, is that chair? You oh, know, yeah, because oh, he ripped us a new mate, one. He ripped us a new this one. This is a QPR cam, isn't it? Yeah, he is chairs. crazy. Or whether it was he that game good. or he what, is but good. he is crazy. Like, Still going off, yeah, a geezer who ripped us to pieces. Basically. Fair enough, yeah. Basically, yeah. 
I mean, Todd Cantwell would be good. Again, oh, I don't, don't say think, this after you've I gone. don't think it's realistic. I think... I mean, chair's <laughs> oh, not chair's realistic not either. Realistic, That's the problem. Yeah. I'm just trying to go League One here then. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know enough, what, who do I want. Like, do you know what I mean? Chucks and EK back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want Chucks and EK back at the door, please. You know... Um, Who's on the free agent market, mate? Exactly. Andre Wisdom. <laughs> let's get him back in the door please let's give him another four week trial yeah, yeah, and put him in the and, under 23s and not, yeah I know yeah and not get give him a sniff yeah alright then she'll go mid chair yeah I mean there's loads there's loads of like literally like good players that that but position good players maybe go there's loads of go. good players <laughs> that's a good that, player that they could be <laughs> but yeah I mean definitely I'd, I'd say like we need like a cam or cam someone is, just because Either a cam or some sort of winger. That's it's that exciting. final third that we always yeah, need a knockdown. For sure, down, for so sure. If you can have someone, it'd who... have to be an attacker, yeah. without a doubt. Ideally, someone who can play make as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, the mould of Todd Cantwell or Chair or someone would be perfect. Yeah. It's just, I don't know who genuinely a real, an actual realistic name we can get in the door is in those positions. I genuinely don't. That's going to be a big job for both yeah, of us. Yeah, it's a huge job for Go both. back and listen to the other videos exactly. and podcasts to hear more. All right, okay. Next I've got one. an easier question now. <laughs> I hope so. I hope you're all right with this one. Dave Kit. Yeah, I mean, this one's a real easy one, to be fair. Mine is just the Penguin Kit. No, how boring. I know, it is no, boring. No, it is a lovely kit, isn't it? Literally, yeah. I mean, we when we saw it in the shot, we literally bought it, didn't we? When they did like, the remake. The little yeah, replica yeah, yeah. stuff, yeah. Man, I've worn that out. I oh, know. As in like a proper t-shirt. Yeah, like, yeah, I've got it to well. town. Yeah, that's a bit crazy, but... But yeah, it's a nice kit, No, no, mate. it is, it is. Proper nice. No, yeah. Love the badge on it as well. That. Yeah, of course. It's that little logo, it's mm. a penguin kit. But, so that's your answer. That was nice Has and to easy. Be. Uh, I'm going to go, I think it was this kit either before or after the, uh, the penguin. It's the uh, Drember. All blue. I'll try and get a picture and put it up here. Again, if I, it's not there, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. But all blue and the blue Adidas lines and then just a nice tree. Was it just tree four, whatever you call it? The Adidas badge right. and the blues badge. And that was so clean and nice. That's what I mean when we had Adidas as our... Yeah, I know. And they actually... Like, uh, as cares. our sponsors, I just think, oh man, why don't you just go back to that plain blue Adidas lines, go for the vintage, you know, like Adidas originals, tree four, whatever you call it, badge or logo and then the blues badge and that for me I think would like sell like crazy that you know which one else I loved I love the phones for you mm. that again reminds me of Dugarry phones for you kit that was really nice the blue one it had like subtle little lines on it um, but yeah if I had to say one I'd say the Adidas one okay never saw the blues playing it too young interesting but I'm just thinking it's versatile mate versatile another one you can wear out the boys on tour you can wear out looking you know your Sunday best stick that on ladies love it nice come on, come on. so yeah I'm going with that one alright I'm going to throw a curveball out here now we have come to the end of the questions but I'm going to put you on the spot okay. what's your favourite blues memory oh my favourite could be anything specific to you Oh man, you really have thrown me under the bus here. I mean, <laughs> as you look into space. Yeah, literally, because it's like, what can I say is my favourite blues memory? Because 
I think just it could even be a game that just stands out to you. It might yeah. not be significant at all, but for you personally, it stands out. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Oh, who was it against? It was against City, wasn't it? That game where Zerati literally chipped the ball oh, over yeah, yeah, yeah. in front of us in the right, John Mary. Us, yeah. That was a really good memory. I mean, obviously, the Carling Cup was a great memory, but it also wasn't as good for me because I unfortunately couldn't get tickets. And annoyingly, there was girls that I knew in my year that did get tickets that weren't even Blues fans. So that was like a very frustrating time. So I don't know. I think memory where I was actually present, probably that game is just like a standout moment, the atmosphere, being in the Prem games. Like I said, those five games that we had in the Prem stick out to me so much just because the opposition that we saw, the atmosphere the fact that we had like what felt like a little community there what got us basically into blues um and yeah the exciting football we had really mm. i know what yours is gonna be i know what yours is gonna be and i, and I wasn't present at the time but uh what's yours then yeah i mean mine yeah it might surprise I me go, i always go on about it no it's definitely what you know pitch invasion yeah that for me, I mean, there's been loads of pictures of that. Well, it feels like in my time I've followed Blues, there's been multiple pitch invasions mm. and every single one I've been on the pitch before. <laughs> I'm going to lose my seat ticket. I know, oh, yeah. It's yeah one way ticket but to getting banned. The one I remember the most is, again, I think it might have been against Blackburn Rovers. I think. We went down. You love Blackburn Rovers, didn't you? Yeah. That's two honourable mentions <laughs> of Blackburn Rovers here. But yeah, I think it was Blackburn Rovers. And we got relegated. And I remember everyone was like, I mean, what? this is why Birmingham City are the best. What team has a pitch invasion when you're going down? But yeah, everyone run on. And I remember, I remember like, oh, do I, do I not, do I not? Because the stewards are there. Once everyone's gone, it was like I know, and then obviously all. you're with dad. And I'm looking back and my dad's standing there in the stands. And he's there, you know, you could see he's kind of like, oh, should I go? Should I go? Should I go? And I literally just grabbed him and pulled him over. Bloody hell, big boy. And I don't know, mate. And then once we were on, that was it. It was a free-for-all. It was mad because you had Gary McSheffrey and Fabrice Mwamba. You know, all the players are still coming off the pitch. So I've gone over to Fabrice Mwamba. I've said, I can't remember. I've whispered sweet nothing into Very his ear. Boy. Yeah. And then Gary McSheffrey, I jumped on his back. And that game, I think he played crap. And I was moaning to my dad the whole game. But yeah, in Gary McSheffrey's ear, I'm there going, mate, I love you, man. You played I was sick. thinking you why you sick. were why you were going red when we saw Gary McSheffrey in the uh, resort as well. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to remember like a 13-year-old, 14-year-old mate. Yeah, trying to get on his back. But yeah, I mean, how sad is this? As I remember, I went to the centre circle of the pitch. Yeah, this is the punchline right I here. I picked up some grass. I put it in my pocket and when I got home I went into the garden and sprinkled it on the lawn like it's the ashes of a lawn thinking as if yeah in our garden we're going to have St Andrews no we have we've got St Andrews turf in the back that's why it's so beautiful out there but that's mental Mm. but yeah in my weird head in reality, sense. like some worms ate it and it got blown in the blown in the in reality it just got blown yeah and it is just it's just grass another one another one I've literally thought of which is again I mean it wasn't like a great game or anything but it was a big moment for us our first away game I'm pretty sure it was Man U Blues Um, I think we'd lost like 1-0 we did Rooney scored 
to go to that game, obviously, one, because I know you were such a United fan, <laughs> and two, <laughs> because obviously we got to go to such an iconic ground and see Blues play, and then we saw First like the players like Rooney yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. I was in Chucha. Yeah, that was that was a really good memory. Um, I remember having like what you had today. I remember having that all the way on the coach there and on the coach back and having to hold it in. And we won't get more graphic than that. But I remember, mate, you must have remembered. You just have forgotten because I remember literally being to you and Dad like. This is bad. <laughs> but we made it. So bad. It was bad when you get the sweats in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, literally. Anyway, none of that. None of that. But yeah, I think that wraps us up, man. It does. I think that wraps us up. I hope you've enjoyed episode 50 of the podcast. We're back next week and we'll be back to normal. Yeah. But again, hope that just gives you a little bit more information about me and FaZe. If you've got any more questions or want anything answered or anything, anything, anything at all, get into our DMs. Yeah. Check us out on social media. Please, please like this video, share yeah. this video, comment, comment subscribe. Yeah. Make sure you comment and give us your answers yeah. to some of the questions. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, intrigued about the flop, your favourite players. Definitely. Um, definitely. Worst managers, favourite managers. Yeah, and if you agree, those. don't agree, definitely get in the comments and let us know. But again... Thank you so much for making it through this, if you made it to this point. And yeah, we can't tell you, can we, how much we appreciate all the support. Help us hit that like target, 25 yeah, likes. Yeah, and help us get to 100 subscribers. Yeah, that's a big one. But yeah, I think we have to say, uh, you know, always on the podcast and videos of this, but a genuine thank you. We've got to episode 50 and it is mental to mental. think that we've been on this journey together. Yeah, it's mental to think we've got literally anyone who uh, listens or watches, let alone people who genuinely listen each week or actually enjoy our content exactly so a massive thank you yeah exactly couldn't have said it better little bro so thank you so much again we'll be back same time next week episode 51 and another new video so until then keep, keep right on, right on.